The following podcast is brought to you by Love Chatham, providing help for the homeless and hungry in the name of Jesus for those in and around Chatham County, North Carolina at chathamhomeless.org. Hey, it's day six of the Summer in the Psalms with Amen Brother Ben. It's the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. I know I say that a lot. That's kind of the tagline of the show. You're like, I know, yes, I know, that's what I was going to say. But it's true. It's a reminder of why we're here. We're here not just to check a box. We're, we're not here just because I, I'm begging you to listen to my voice for 10 extra minutes a day. I don't need that. And you don't need that in your life. We need to act more like Jesus. We need to be closer to God. And that's what the Psalms, I hope, are doing for you. I hope the whole, the whole word of God does that, obviously. But Psalms helps us to deal with the emotional side of things. And um, so we've seen some raw stuff. We've seen some honesty here in this first week. Um, and so this is day six, kind of a, this is, I usually don't do weekend podcasts, but you know, why not? Um, Psalm 17 through 19 is your reading for today. And these are it's three psalms. They're not terribly long. Again, I want this to be a part of a part of your everyday go at it, right? And so you may be in other parts of the Bible, and that's cool too. So adding a couple psalms shouldn't be a huge deal. But also, I hope it's enough that if you've not been reading the Word, that you are able to get something good out of this. Um, and these are a little bit longer than the ones from the other day, uh, so it's kind of easier to float off into some of his poetry and, and flowery language and stuff. But I want to give you the main points of what we're looking at today. Psalm 17 uh, is another cry for help. Again, you, you're already going, wait a minute, didn't we just do this? Yeah. You know, sometimes we need our God's help more than once. And David's been asking for his help. He's been receiving it too, been worshiping along the way. But he makes an interesting observation that I think we can take to heart in Psalm 17. He says, hear my plea for justice. Listen to my cry for help. Pay attention to my prayer for it comes from honest lips. He's not trying to get out of anything necessarily. He's keeping it 100 with the big guy. He says, declare me innocent for you see those who do right. You have tested my thoughts and examined my heart in the night. You have scrutinized me and found nothing wrong. All right. Well, nothing wrong at the moment, right? What, what is, what is David saying? Is he saying he's perfect? No, he's saying these things that are happening to me, I've been looking and searching and trying to figure out what I can do differently because I feel like this is my fault. Like it's really hit the fan and I'm looking around and I'm going, I don't know what else I can do. I don't know what I've done wrong. And I know that, that a lot of us can be that way because maybe you've grown up in church. Maybe you grew up in a denomination where, um, that, you know, they slapped you on the wrist every time something happened and said, well, it's probably sin, right? Like everything that's gone wrong in your life, well, you must've done something wrong. And we, we see, and that's, that's such a terrible theology to have, by the way, because we see the, the, the rain fall on the just and the unjust alike. The good things happen to bad people and good people. And, and David is making this recognition that, Hey, 
I'm not doing anything wrong at the moment. No, he will. He will get up to some wrong later on. I'm sure he's not a perfect guy, but it's not just our sin that affects us. It's the sinful, broken world that we live in. So sin in general, all right, as, as I like to say, sin with a capital S, that big idea of sin, it overall is why we struggle sometimes. So maybe you need to hear that. I told somebody this week, I said, I don't know if this is something that the rough week you're having is because you did anything. I don't see that you did anything terribly wrong. I think you're just living in a broken, sinful world and it stinks sometimes. And so we don't need to go beating ourselves up if we have honestly here, mark, mark these words though, honestly let God evaluate us. So whenever you're having a bad week, maybe the first prayer you need to pray is Lord, Examine me, examine my heart, make sure I'm not up to something because I don't want to uh, disappoint you and I, and I don't want to be uh, drawing sin to myself for no reason. Um, why? And, and verse 18 continues on with a different idea. His ways are perfect, right? The big idea about that is, yeah, I've gone through some things, but God, your ways are perfect. It's verse uh, 30 that he says that in Psalm 18, uh, God's way is perfect at the Lord's promise and, and all the Lord's promises prove true. He's a shield for all who look to him for protection for who is God except the Lord who, but our God is a solid rock. So you're going, well, that I didn't do anything wrong. So that must be God that's done something wrong. Cause why would he let these things happen to me? No, God's ways are good. Right, he's a, he's a shield. Maybe this is a good opportunity for you to hide behind the rock of protection, the shield of protection that is your heavenly Father. Uh, but Psalm 19 gives us some great prayers for these situations. Right, if you're ever dealing with drama, uh, tragedy, uh, just bad, what seems like bad luck, right? Your relationships falling apart, your finances are falling apart, uh, your health is falling apart. Um, you don't want to totally, you want to understand that it could be just the world, but you don't want to dismiss the fact that it might be you too, right? We kind of have to consider both these things. Depending on how much, uh, depending on the personality type you have, you either blame yourself for everything or you're kind of uh, delusional about how nothing is your fault. That's kind of an extreme presentation of that, but we tend to trend one way or another. But in Psalm 19, we get some great prayers that, I, that it would be great for you to memorize, to write down somewhere, and pray these things often. It's in the last three verses of Psalm 19. It says, how can I know all the sins lurking in my heart? It's a good question. I didn't, th I didn't think I was sinning. Well, how do you know? Your, your, your brain is sinful. Your heart is sinful. Only God knows exactly how sinful you are. How can I know the sins lurking in my heart? Cleanse me from these hidden faults. So not only the sins that you know you've committed, there's plenty of those you need to ask for forgiveness for, but ask God to cleanse you of your hidden faults. Keep your servant, verse 13, from deliberate sin. Don't let them control me. Then I will be free of guilt and innocent of great sin. So he's saying, just pull me apart, Lord. Help me to make sure, make, do a thorough cleansing job. It says, verse 14 says, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Love that verse. It's one of the more popular Psalms. He's saying, May everything I say, and not just everything I say, but everything that I think about, everything I feel in my heart, 
make it be pleasing to you because we can very easily get off base with all of those things. Man, those are some good Psalms. That's why I didn't want to skip those. And uh, maybe you should pray that this weekend. Maybe to get your heart right, get your head right. Uh, you need to ask God to look deep down inside and, and bring up some painful things. Maybe it's the world's fault. And, and maybe it's your fault, whatever you're going through. But you can, either way, take refuge in him.